What is going on, everybody? My name is Kyan. I'm here with Amir and Sam. Yes, sir. The legend. And today we got a special guest today. Today we here with Royale King. All right, Sam. all right. How you doing today, bro? You good? I'm doing good. Yeah, how about yourself? I'm doing pretty good, bro. How long you been doing music? Uh, I've been taking it serious for about four years now. It's mm. good. Uh, you ever had like any like some like main supporters since day one? Um. Only main support I really had since I very started was myself, honestly. What is it like to have uh, music w- while you're, like, in school? Like, Honestly, it's like trying to juggle a whole nother life. Like, is I'm there, like, like, any, like, main sacrifices you made? Main sacrifice, sleep. You're not going to be able to sleep as much. Mm-hmm. Your money has to go towards promoting and distribution and getting your look down because as an artist, you're a package. Your brand, your business, and you have to look as such. So it's a lot that goes into it behind the scenes that a lot of people just don't think about. Mm. So it's just a matter of like form of like commitment, dedication that you're yeah, putting yourself commitment, into. Commitment, dedication, hard work, and when people say, "Oh yeah, I'll be grinding, I'll be grinding," but be on their phones twenty four seven doing nothing but mm. playing games. Yeah. No, you have to literally be out there on the field. Like you have to go out and try to get disconnect and that connect and do this and that. And I'm telling you now, a job. One of the most important things, especially being a teenager, because it's going to help you a lot. Knowing mm. knowing that you're an artist that's currently in high school, how did being in school like help market yourself and like get your word out to people? I ain't even going to hold you. When I came to um, Tucker High, that's where I currently go to. When I came there, I ain't know nobody. I ain't know a soul. I ain't know not one person in there. I remember I used to sit at the lunch table for like a month by myself in the same spot. So then I had, um, I was like 15, my freshman year. I made my very first music video. And that was the pivotal point that got my name throughout the whole school. Like, the whole school found out about me. From there, every time I draw music, boom, boom, boom. Now it's like the majority of the school knows. And then when we had we had talent shows or plays or when we had black history programs or even academic signing day, they would have me do poetry for it. Mm. And so that right there, the auditorium would be packed like 600 people. And I'll go on stage and i do it. Was there any, like, programs out, like outside of school that you was taking? Yes, there was one program. It's called the Sights and Sounds program. That program helped a lot because it gave me a real hands-on experience at actual studios. We went to WSB-TV where they shoot the news, the lottery. We went to Red Zone Studios. We went to AF, AMFG Studios. And these are real producers and real managers telling me this, this, and this, and that. I remember... There's this one lady manager, she told me when she heard one of my songs, she was like, yo, that sound, that sound is unique. Keep that sound. Don't let nobody change it because that right there is what's going to get you far. And I was like, I got you. How did your grades affect your music career, like your grades? Well, I'm not even going to hold you. Music and school wasn't the only thing I had to focus on Mm. because my mom, she's not able to fully, she's not able to provide for me fully, like a roof, yeah, and like water and lights and stuff, but... I still pay bills, I buy my own food, I buy my own products, I buy my own clothes, I pay for half my transportation. I do a lot of stuff on my own, so it's like either I had to pick doing my homework or working. Mm. And I had no choice, so of course, (coughs) grades gonna slip. And so my teachers, they saw that, and the administration, they saw that, and they was like, yo, what you gonna do to get this up, basically? And I was like, so they would always just try to help me and give me little nudges here and there to do X, Y, and Z. Does your mom, like, encourage you th- through this like time nah, my mom ain't start really supporting until about like i mean like hands on like now to about i'll turn 17. like she she supported me at first when i made my first music video but after that it kind of went downhill but then when i turned 17 and 
I dropped my first mixtape worldwide and everywhere, and they saw that I was really doing this on my own without no help. That's when she really started to give me more support. Mm. So, like, throughout, like, the whole grade declining thing and, like, you know, the the going up and down with, like, who are your supporters, do you feel like where you're at right now, do you think that was all worth it? Of course. Because right now I'm signed with my own distribution company. I'm signed with BMI. I get 80% of my royalties back. I own my copyrights to my songs. I learn graphic design. I do all my cover arts on my own, mm. write my lyrics. I know how to mix, master, produce. I know how to do all these things on my own because of school, because of one of my teachers. He's not currently at school anymore, but my freshman year, I recorded my first EP, Two Sides to One Story, posted on SoundCloud. I took GarageBand on my iPhone. I took two tabletops, two two cup tops with some table gripper, cut a hole, taped them together, used a microphone for my headphones, and recorded my whole EP and mixed it on GarageBand. When wow. he saw that, he was like, if you can do this with that, imagine do the actual equipment. And he invested in me. And since then, you've been like taking that advice yes. everywhere you go. Yes. Flames in my head, they're all inside. I don't know if I blew. Flames in my head, they're all inside. I don't know if I blew. Flames in my head, they're all inside. So, uh, recently, uh, you heard you dropped a new project called Royale. Can you tell us a little Sir, bit about that? Well, Royale is really. It has nine tracks on it. Each track tells a different story. It tells a different aspect of me, Royale King. Now, my name originally, my I have two middle names. First one's Royale, second one's King, a.k.a. my artist name. So Royale is Elroy backwards, which is the God who sees all in the Hebrew Bible. Mm. Now, King, because I have two last names, my first last name is Davis, so it's like King David. So that's where Royale King comes from. Oh. But as far as the oh. tape goes, it has a song called Lost Files. It's about my granddad passing now i don't know my father i don't know any of his family i don't know none of that all i know is i got two siblings i've never met before so but on my mom's side i barely know my family but my granddad had passed when i was like 17 it was in like early february and i met him when i was like four but i don't remember so now it's like i'll never get that chance or opportunity to meet any of my granddads whatsoever and for like over a year that just stuck with me i couldn't talk about it i couldn't get over it i couldn't do nothing so then when you sent that beat, I was like, yo, I think it's about that time I get this out of my system. Yeah. So then I made that song. And then you got Velvet Petals. Again, another beat you made. <laughs> I was like, yo, let me uh, let me get in more of my, you know, Mr. Romantic side, you know. So then that was more in that love type stuff. So then you got Peacekeeper Freestyle. That's just me going off the head, just straight getting everything out of my system. You got Let Me Talk. That's me talking my, you know, my stuff. Then you got Cake Factory. That song, another one you produced, that song has to deal with how people want this fast cars, fast money, bling, this and that, but not understanding that in actuality, if you don't ever put that work in, if you don't stay committed to it, it's not going to happen. People can put on a show all day, but again, at the end of the day, everybody's show has to end. Mm -hmm. Then, let me see, you got Tell Me That. I was, um, somebody had uh, turned their back on me. person I never thought my life would ever do me how she did me, and she did. So that song's about that. So um, you were talking about Lost Files. It was like, it's like a song dedicated to your grandfather, correct? Yeah. So it's more so like a reflection on like the people you, you know and the people you have relationships with and 
just saying how like tomorrow isn't promised and like you have to like treasure those because you don't really know when they're gonna leave exactly all right so <laughs> you said like a good majority like a couple of those songs are produced by me so yep. for the vox community out there that don't know me and him actually go to the same high school together and so. i've actually produced a couple of stuff from which brings on the topic like what are your thoughts on like artists working with producers in their uh, in their community to like try and expand themselves i think that that is very important like i remember how we met i had posted on my instagram i was like yo i need new producers da, 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 da. and then one person who saw my story had put me in contact with you and from there it just took off like we have a lot of songs together already and of course yeah. we need more to come like i still got your beats in my phone like i'm ready <laughs> so i think that's very important because the relationship between if you're an artist right at one point, I was producing my own songs. I produced the tracks and everything. But then that wasn't at my hands anymore. So then I was like, oh, God, I need somebody else. Mm. And then boom. So I think as an artist, if you can't do... Plus, it takes a lot off your shoulders. Because producing, it takes a lot. It is a lot. Trust me. I know. You know. It's a lot. So as an artist, me being independent and me doing majority of everything on my own, I already have school. I have work. I have bills to pay. I have food to like feed myself and this, this, and this, and that. I can't put that on top of my shoulders, too. So as an artist, a producer is very vital to you. especially. And, and the most key important part is y'all have to vibe or connect with each other because if you don't, it's not going to work out. It's just like random, it's like regular people, like friendships. It's also still a relationship in itself and a friendship. So if y'all do not connect, then neither will the music. You thought you thinking and talking too much. I ain't got time for the games you play. I ain't Pac-Man, no saving the day. Late night, stayed up. How was your day? I showed you love, but I was played. No glory Cause a lot of problems with like producers and artists is like artists like nowadays they don't really like give the producers like credibility they need and it's just more so like a oh, how much is your beat? Oh, is this much? And then they pay and that's it. Like yeah, do you feel like it's just that cycle is okay, or do you think that there no, should be more to no, it? No, no, no. I feel credit should be given when it's due because I know when I did my own things, I want my credit, period. Yeah. It's not not me trying to be like, oh, yeah, I did this. I know it's just if you do something, just like all throughout history, you want to be known for what you did. Sometimes, yeah, everybody doesn't need recognition, but when it comes to certain things, that's why, like, after my mixtape drop, or before, I would shout you and the other producer out on it. I'm like, y'all deserve y'all. Like, people going to be like, well, who made the beat? I'm like, you know what? I got y'all. And that's why I posted y'all out and shouted y'all out. Simple as that. Do, do you have, like, any advice for young teens who, who are trying to be, like, artists and oh, producers? Oh, I have all the advice in the world. Let me tell you. <laughs> don't ever be somebody else. Don't ever try to be Young Thug. Don't ever try to be Lil Wayne. Don't ever try to be Lil Uzi. Don't. Don't try to be somebody you're not. Don't sit here and think trap beats is the way to go. Me, personally, I rap on anything. It does not matter to me because mm-hmm. of my taste in music is why. Only type of music I don't like is heavy death metal. I can't stand all that screaming in my ear, that's <laughs> personally, though. But other than that, I like country, I like pop, I like rock, I like everything. There's a lot. The list goes on. But... Be yourself. Be genuine. Don't sit here and just shake somebody's hand just to get somewhere. Like, genuinely get to know somebody. Like, get to know them. Like, when I met him, I'm like, okay, he's another producer. I used to produce, too. Well, still currently, but kind of, sort of. So I'm like, okay, we had that in common. He wants to work. I want to work. Da, 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 da. So then we were talking. We built a relationship together. Mm. That's how it's supposed to be. If you want to get somewhere in this world, you can't. I don't want to say fake it till you make it. 
But even fake diamonds have a day. Even gold-plated jewelry is going to fade off. Mm. At some point in your life, you're going to have to be real. You're going to have to be yourself. So, in this new age of rap, um, how do you, how do you like stay original? How do you come up, I stay original? Come up with new ideas? <laughs> like, Well, I'm going to tell you this. I look at a lot of older artists. Like, I remember I was seven. I got a CD player. Run DMC CD. That's all I wanted for Christmas. All I wanted. I used to bang with my headphones. Ugh. That's my stuff right there. And then my siblings, they're all older than me. Except for I got one younger sister, but the rest are older. And so I really have a heavy 90s and 2000s influence. Yeah. And on top of my mom, she was born back in the 60s, so that's really 70s, 80s, too. But me, it's like, I like, I like to speak on what others want. I like to speak on realness because nowadays you always hear artists talking about this girl and that girl and this drugs and this money and that. They don't keep it real. They don't keep it genuine. And the direction that this generation is going, that's what they need. They need somebody who's going to keep it 100, who's somebody who's going to talk about what people don't want to talk about. And that's me. I'm not saying I'm the pioneer for it because I'm not the first to do it. I'm not going to be the last to do it. But I will say that I am a very important pivotal point in that. So who would you say are like your role models and your influences? (laughs) I know J. Cole. J. Cole, Jermaine Cole. Yes. I don't want to say I model myself after him, but I do look up to him because of how genuine of a person he is. He's real. And he doesn't try to hide it. Like, I remember at one point I thought, this is when I first started doing my music. Oh, my God. Don't curse. Don't curse. Please don't curse. You got to keep it PG. But as I get older, I'm like, you know what? I don't need curse words to stop my development, but I don't need them to define my development either. I can use them when they're needed. So certain songs, I have a couple curse words and the rest just be the rest regular words. So I'm like, you know what? And that's one thing that he taught me. You do not have to be somebody you're not. Mm. And even when he said, like he looked up to Nas and he dropped Workout. That was a one night stand. And Nas said, Nah, I'm not feeling that. And then he made a whole song, Let Nas Down, because he was trying to be something he's not because the label wanted him to make a commercial hit, a radio hit. Mm. I'd rather sit here and stay in my little community to people that love me and my music than be something I'm not. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the fame. Giving, yeah. Those are nice, though. I'm not going to be like, nah, I don't want it. But at the end of the day, I'm doing it for the art. I'm doing it for the craft. And I'm doing it for the people. Yeah. So yeah, the money is nice, the jewelry is nice, the cars, it, yeah, all that materialistic stuff. That's cool. But at the at the end of the day, in the long run, it's really just like staying true to yourself that like really matters to, it, to yourself. It's like the like the legacy you leave behind. Yeah. Like if I die today, would artists like with young kids like twenty, thirty years down the road, would they be able to connect in some sort of way? Exactly. Like I may I they may not have the same problems that I do, but you know. I, they could still get some after this out of this music rather than right. money and drugs and stuff like that. Exactly, because like a lot of this music, like about like drugs and money and stuff, like it's cool now, but like sometimes it's gonna it's gonna like fade away. Because exactly. there's like topics that were talked about in the '90s that people don't really talk about, mm-hmm. and then there was like trending stuff that was going on in the '80s, but like no one really talks about it as much. So it's yeah. really, but like the one thing that always stays true to itself is like the the like the universal message you give in your songs. That's why, like, I think, like, when you say role, uh, your role model is J. Cole, I believe in that, too, because, like, it's, like, a lot of... Oh, world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, J. Cole, he gives a message to his music, too, and, you know, like I said, m- messages last a long time. 
and that's why I think like he's gonna have like a lot of like longevity into his his yeah. career. And even with Cole, like you seen, he used to do a song with Young Thug, but he was he was still himself yeah. though. Mm-hmm. He didn't sit here and talk about with Young Thug. Now, I like Young Thug. I'm not trying to knock Young Thug. That's his own little you know, own little spot and his mm-hmm. own little thing. But leave that to him. <laughs> like yeah. be yourself, be you. J Cole hopped on it, still did what he did. Like he's still himself. Yeah, cause like you could be. You can work with anybody else, anybody you want, no matter how different you guys are. But at this end, but like you don't have to like fit into that what they are in order to catch the vibe. Because sometimes opposites attract. There's contrast. Yeah. They all shook. Pull up on the side with the rook. They shook. Duck and dive. No book. They shook. Appreciate mine, but look. They shook. Grinding signs and hooks. They shook. Pull up on the side with the rook. They shook. Duck and dive. No book. They shook. Appreciate mine, but look. They shook. Grinding signs and hooks. They shook. Only grinding. They on my road. What? Keep in touch. Huh. Head to toe. Yeah. Hold the clutch. What? Don't let go. Hey. If I run, where what? will I go? Facts. Pull the trigger. What's the bonus? Yeah. I'ma get it. No one knew it. When he hit it, how he do it? They all say, take a dose, Pompeii, Rawway, flow while Harambe, killing folks all day, lawfully, unlawfully, move one monopoly, all games don't stop me, get lost in the pavement, no catching up, don't drop the key, you ought to be philosophy, they copy me, no copy me. So, um, yeah, speaking of that, like working with artists, would you like ever consider working with somebody? I would love to work, I've worked with, I've worked with a couple other artists before, but it didn't last because they weren't they weren't as committed as me. Mm-hmm. They weren't they didn't have that drive. And that's one thing that I want to say I'm scared of, but I'm very self aware of because I don't want to sit here and put my hundred percent to make fifty, and you giving me fifty percent to make twenty five. That's seventy five percent. If you're in school and you need to be at the top of your class, you think a seventy five is gonna get you there? It's gonna get you there, but it's not gonna get you far. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I would love to do collabs with artists. I, I would love to guys, girls, female rappers. I don't care. I would love to do that because to me, that's two worlds coming together to make mm. one thing. Yeah. And, with, and if it's like another genre, you're you're bringing their viewers, their listeners from another genre into, you know, something your genre. So right. they can like they then like oh I know this dude. They can right. check out your tracks and maybe they could get something from your. Ra- your tracks that they normally don't hear in mainstream rap and exactly. they could change their opinion be like you know this rapper not bad right yeah, yeah. and that's so, why I like I like Lil Nas X a lot because he yeah. does that like you can listen to his other song I when when um that song he had blew up Old Town Road yeah, yeah. I look back at his other songs and was like hmm these don't sound like this it's different but then he just dropped a whole bunch of new songs like Panini yeah. I like Panini I love Panini, yeah. Crazy. Like, and, um, <laughs> Fam 9, You and Me, that yeah, one too. And then he did a song with Cardi B. Yeah, like, oh yeah. I was like, yo, look that at that. That was nice. Yeah. It's like he's able to cross over two different genres. Yeah. And that is really dope to me because it's bringing two different worlds together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like that man, he dropped that EP and like every, I think to me, every song sounded different in mm-hmm. a yeah. type of way, whether it's like subject matter or genre. Right. So you think that like being versatile plays a big part. Oh, big part because it's like this if if you're if you're a grocery store right you can't just sell pineapples you have to be able to sell clothes shoes food healthcare like you have to be able to be diverse in order for people to buy your product because again even though yes I'm in for the music I have to it took me a minute to understand this too because I was like what what I am a brand 
I'm a product and I need to know how to market myself and promote myself so that other people will buy into it. And that's a big part that a lot of artists don't pay attention to. Mm. So they think of it as like, I'm going to drop this, I'm just going to drop this song and then it's going to be fire and I'm going to get a whole bunch of following, but that doesn't happen. I need to go hold you. I like that at first. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, like, oh my God. Like when I dropped my um, very first music video, I was like, oh my God, yo, this is it. I'm going to blow up. And but then as I got older and I started to realistically look at it, I was yeah. like, I don't have a platform. I don't have somewhere for people to go. I don't have more music out. I don't have X, Y, and Z. I don't even have a manager. But nowadays it's not necessarily required, but it is much needed though. So what you, what you would say is like having a platform is very important in yes. that like even though music is like different from like like a product like right. Coca-Cola or like you know like detergent or something at the end like they all have one thing in common in right. that you need like a strong marketing strategy exactly. so if anything you would agree that music is like as much as fun as it is it's also a business as yeah, well of course yeah. of course at the end oh. of the day it is a business and you, you think that's something that a lot of like teenage artists need to realize when they're in high school yes because as a teen you're thinking yo it's life I don't have fun. I don't care about all the business stuff. I don't care about this and that and that. I don't care about building a legacy. I don't care about a foundation. I don't care about that stuff. As a teen, that's how you're thinking, because I thought about that at one point. But as you get older, like, I turned 18 January 1st of this year. I start to realize a lot more, like, yo, I'm 18 years old. This is a whole different ball game. I need to start thinking more realistically. Yeah. And so as a teenager, as you're 15, 16, you're not thinking like that. You like, man, I'm just gonna make this song, put it out, and hope I blow up. Don't work like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, I actually uh you ever heard of Hobson? Real oh, good. Oh lyrics. my god, I was just listening to the song Sag My Pants earlier. So, um <laughs> I was I I think it was one of his songs, it was like how like younger artists don't put in a lot of work and they mm-hmm. just think like um you just think all the cash, the money and the yeah. girls are just gonna it's just gonna happen, but you have to put like real work. You have to put like real commitment, and that goes back to something you were saying earlier. And um, I think a lot of us don't understand that. And yeah, that's that's a really good point. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Royale, uh, just one last question. What What do you want to say to the people watching this right now at home? Hey, I'm gonna say. If you're a teen and you got people that are doubting you or telling you, don't do this, don't do that, there's so many people, oh, what you're doing, you're not going to make it, oh, da, da, da. don't listen to them. If you do, use it as motivation because at the end of the day, you are who you are. Harriet Tubman didn't become who she is because she listened to others. Martin Luther King didn't become who he is because he listened to others. Muhammad Ali didn't float like a butterfly and stay like a bee because he listened to others. They did it because they stayed true to themselves and they kept pushing and they kept going. At the end of the day, you are who you are, period. Thank you. Beautiful yeah. words, man. Yeah, man. Nice. Thank you for taking time out of your day to come out here. Bro. It means a lot, bro. Yeah. And uh, Vox Community, thank you for listening.